systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Add this to the list of things I've had to learn. You. Living in Arizona. Go ahead. I always forget that the water in the summer will never be cold. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I just went to splash water on my face, like cold water to wake myself up. Warm water. Warm as shit. I didn't know that last summer, and I felt so stupid. I mean, the water that comes out of your hose is... Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's warm right there was, it is. It's like a bathtub. There was one day yeah. I went to give our dog a bath, like outside with the hose. The water was almost too hot coming out of the hose to give her a well, bath. Well, yeah, and that's why uh, you see people in Arizona or other, you know, hot weather states. They uh, You see them wrap their pipes outside. Yeah, yeah. Probably not a bad idea. Yeah. My friend uh, Trish, who lives at with Texas Trish. You yeah. guys know who Texas Trish is. She just sent me a video the other day. She bought a kiddie pool for her dog. Yeah. Uh, she got this adorable boxer. And the water was so warm that the dog wouldn't yeah, go see, in it. So she had to dump a, yeah, dump a bag out, yeah. of ice in it. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, someone doing that same thing here in Arizona. And, and that was their complaint. They're like, well, they tell us that, you know, we're in a drought, which we are, right? Yeah. No no one's fucking uh, denying yeah, that out here. That's pretty clear. So we're in a drought and they say to conserve water. So we all do a you know, really good job of conserving water. But then this, uh, I had a friend that's like, I have a dog who wants to go in a kiddie pool. Yeah. And like I, to fill up the kiddie pool... I, I, I can't just put my hose in there because, as you said, the first 10 minutes of water is warm. And, yeah. So well, no, it's, it's just warm in general. It doesn't turn cold ever. No, but it'll it'll drop a few degrees. Depending um, on, like, maybe if you have your pipes wrapped and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. but Last summer, <laughs> we didn't realize it, but the pilot light was out on our water heater yeah. for, I think, a couple of months. We no didn't notice it yeah, come on. because a, yeah, the water wasn't that cold and Summer. B, we were so freaking hot. We yeah. didn't want a warm shower. And I was like, oh shit, I was we got to relight the pilot it, light. We turn the, is the water heater back down to vacation? I don't know, but yeah. we should turn it that's, back down. That's what we, we don't do. need it. I'm pretty sure because every summer uh, when you flip between the, the seasons here, right? The two, um, hot and really hot, but we would take the water heater. We learned, we're like, oh, when it's hot, you can just put it on. It was like on vacation mode. Like there's yeah. like a couple modes. If you ever go to your water heater is like, I mean, if folks are listening right now in like Wisconsin and Michigan, you probably have that fucker jacked up, right? Well, yeah. So you have it on high or hot. And then there's medium. Then there's low. Then there's vacation. Vacation is, is, is supposed to be like, you're not fucking here, but so you don't want to turn not, it off. Yeah. And that's like the level we had it on. And we still were getting perfectly fine. Does warm every showers. water heater have those like dials on it? I don't, yeah. I've never seen one before exactly. we moved here. Exactly. Because you've never checked, because right? Never checked. Because never normal, to. normal living conditions would tell you that a water heater job is to heat the water. Yeah. So you probably set it and forget it, right? Yeah. You, you probably one day when you get it installed, go, okay, we're going to want it on hot, right? Because, you know, we had a new water. Remember back in Wisconsin? That's right. When our, ours, bar, ours broke. Our first house, it was like one of the few things that are, was original to the house where you're like, that's yeah, going to go. But we had a water heater. And it was like two different worlds when we went from the original to the yeah. new one. You remember those early morning showers it we would take? It was amazing. Because we used to literally, I shit you not, when we used to do the old FM radio show in, in uh, central Wisconsin, waking up early and stuff in those frigid central Wisconsin. Oh mornings 
we would have to really ration out the, 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 the hot water between me and her because there was not enough for two lengthy showers in the morning. Remember, though, when it broke, we were lucky it broke in the summer. It did. Fuck because yeah. I remember our son had a t-ball game and he was fucking filthy and i was like we we don't get our new it, the water's freezing <laughs> so i boiled i ran the cold water in the bathtub but i also kept dumping in boiling yeah you would go to the stove water. and you would boil yeah. water and you kind of like even it so out it was to just a warm enough bath for him to get to a decent bath after yeah. table <laughs> but you remember after that when that thing shit out and we got it like a super water heater oh, put in it was so cool yeah uh, i mean it, pun uh, intended it was wonderful again it's just shit you don't think about here because it's not something that you really I, rely on right? i had no idea idea although the other day i got really excited because i replaced our the the faucet in our kitchen because we moved in here nobody lived here for a year or so guy who owned it was overseas and all of the faucets and i mean all of the faucets had like that lime scale buildup because it's hard water out here yeah so the faucet and i assume no one using it too, nobody right? used it so yeah all the faucets the shower heads everything you turned them on and it was like a trickle and I did the thing where you're supposed to like soak it in all this stuff, and it's supposed CLR. to CLR. It was CLR, right? It was CLR. It was the first time I had seen CLR being advertised since I was a little kid, yeah. and I've always been like, man, one day I I hope we we need CLR. Yeah. It seems like a magic cleaner. And that's what they said. They're like, just soak your the nozzles and the faucets and stuff in Calcium, CLR. Calcium lime rust. Yeah, it didn't it didn't help, so I had to replace all of them. Okay, but the other which isn't that big of a deal. It, it really right? was no, it wasn't that hard. I mean, it was just it got to a point where I'm like, okay, I can't fix this. It's time to replace. Yeah. Um, but the other day. I turned on the faucet in the kitchen, and I, I don't even differentiate between hot and cold because there is no cold water. Sure. So I don't even I couldn't even tell you which direction to turn it turn on. Turn it on and go. But the other day I figured out. What's that? The cold water is if you push it forward. Forward. Hot water because I actually got a little bit cold the other. Not real See? cold. But See? Colder than the warm water. <laughs> so stupid. Az problems. Things man. you learn. <laughs> Right. I mean, we did go from two extremes growing up, you know, and also living in uh, you know, Michigan, Wisconsin, places like that. You hear the opposite about, you know, don't let, don't let your your pipes freeze. Yes. I, your pipes freezing yeah. is the equivalent of throwing a grenade in your house. I, I felt like they were like, oh, don't let your pipes freeze. I was, I think the scariest thing growing up, well, there were many scary things growing up, but one of the scariest things I think as a kid was when the, sh- the school was closed because it was too cold to go outside. Oh, yeah. Like they scared the shit out of you. They're like, if you step outside, you're you can get die. frostbite within a minute. <laughs> so you're like, oh my God, this is terrifying. I only <laughs> felt like that once in my life, legitimately, okay? Legitimately where I felt like, okay, these warnings are so severe that you really, and I, you'll probably remember it. It was a stretch when we were in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And La Crosse was probably geographically I feel like the coldest place we probably live. I disagree with you, but that's okay. You think you think Central Wisconsin? You think, yeah. Well, they're in the same range, but we were up along the Mississippi, and there were other factors involved. But regardless, there was some stretch when we were in La Crosse, Wisconsin. So this is what two thousand eight to two thousand ten. Two thousand. So we got those two years when it was one of those where it was like a winter day. It was already going to be. So many negative below, and as folks know in the Midwest, maybe you don't know where you're listening from, we have something called a wind chill factor, yeah. right? The wind chill factor is kind of like you hear now for the, the, the heat index. It's 98, but it's going to feel like 110, right? yeah. Uh, the wind chill factor is one of those things where we say, hey, it's 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 going to be five below zero. But the wind chill. I should, do you remember when it dipped to like 
50 50. below or something. Do you remember that time? I remember that more in central Wisconsin just because it is further north if you look at a map. No, 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 it is, but I'm not a fucking weather person. I don't know. The only reason I know that is because I drove from Stevens Point to La Crosse for a couple months once a week to finish out my dance teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, But because we would get... The freezing, cold storms coming in from the Dakotas and right across Minnesota. We would get slammed with that in central Wisconsin. We got it in La Crosse, too, but it was worse in Stevens Point. Yeah, and, and once again, it's all personal memories, right? And I'm yeah. sure, listen, if you're someone who listens right now from either La Crosse or central Wisconsin, we'd love to have you debate this and tell us, DM us somehow. Give, give us, what do you think is colder? Who's colder, La Crosse or central Wisconsin? It's just my memory. But my yeah. memory, my only real formed adult memory of where I was like, Ugh was that time we were in lacrosse yeah. and and maybe it's because i had a little kid that too and like we were taking him out of the house yeah. at five in the morning to take him to daycare but and I, yeah that that i that was the only time when i felt like there was a like some kind of a cold warning where they're like yes you you go outside you turn into uh, mr freeze and then you ting and, and then you just ping away into a million little pieces of ice in right? case you were wondering um how cheap radio stations are that was also the time how cheap are you we found out, and we had to ask because, like, obviously nobody would tell us, but we found out that they were not heating the on-air studios in the building because we were always freezing. Like, it would get to the point where, like, my throat hurt after four hours of talking because the the air was so dry and cold. One of our coworkers in another studio had a space heater under her desk and it blew out the power to the entire building during one of those deep freezes. I remember them, and yeah. that's when we had to ask, like, why is it so cold in here? And they're like, well, yeah. they save money by not heating the studios. I'm like, it's 40 below outside. This is torture. Stop it. Yeah. So stupid. Do you know why? Because I'm going to tell you this right now. This is why. I'm going to tell you why. Because has any single one of those radio DJs quit that job and protest? No. And until they do. Hold on. I'm not even done yet. Oh. If they did, would that position lie there vacant because no one else would want it? No, somebody else would take it for, you know, 20 grand a year and just be like freezing. Just like a circus yeah. monk. It's just like being it a is. it's just like being a pro wrestler, yeah. right? You sit there and you fucking talk and you bitch about Vince McMahon. Rah, 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 rah. And I guarantee you the day you say fuck this, I'm out. There is someone waiting behind you yeah. like, "Sweet, I'll be the next circus monkey." Remember that? I, I Put thre- me on TV. I threatened to quit that job to our operations manager. When? Which time? The, I felt like you had many times. Well, yeah. <laughs> that first, the, I felt like you had, a few, t- you had a few instances where you're like, fuck this, I'm out. I know. I threatened to quit after I got in trouble for leaving an event early because a drunk listener was like following me to my car. Oh, that's right. They wanted you to apologize to the team. Yes. They, they said, said you let the team They're down. like, you left early. And I said, well, I had somebody literally harassing me, like about to physically kick my ass. And you did nothing. The whole staff was too drunk to do it's anything about it. It's a very long story. Long story. But I threatened to quit. And I'll never forget our operations manager said, like, I left the room and you told me later that he asked, like, is she really quitting? Because I got to find somebody else. It yeah. was that quick. They didn't even care. Well, Did yeah. not even care. And, and, and uh, legitimately, as most men know, uh, how you answer that question for your wife is like, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's true, right? I don't know. That was before she was medicated, too. Yeah, that sucked. That was a wild AJ. AJ yelling at people on the streets for... Smack talking her dog. You were great. You're lucky at the Karen era wasn't around oh, back then. Leave me alone. No, but no, no, no. But but and and I've said this about me too. I'm so fucking happy that a lot of my shit was undocumentable. 
Um, before cell, before cell phone videos, <laughs> because yeah. do you feel like yeah, if, yeah I would have been online if, at some be, point. if there were cell phones as yeah. readily available and everyone was recording everything because there were platforms to upload it to man you would have been caught at least a couple although times. I will say like I feel like it makes me more accountable for my actions now true story and I'll tell you real quick I'll give like, you that I had a shitty experience at the post office yesterday yeah and I feel like I was very aware of my reaction to something awful. The guy, the guy at the post office. It was a rude employee. It was a rude employee. We had opened a package that wasn't for us. So I brought it back in, said, this is for the previous owner. He said, but you opened it. I said, yeah, we didn't look at the label. And he was like, well, they're not, they're just going to keep taking it back to your house. I said, well, then keep it. I'm like, it's nothing serious. Like it's nothing. It's not like medication. It was like personalized shot glasses or something. And I was like, then you guys can just keep it here. I'll take a shot out of it. And he goes, maybe you should learn how to read. There you go. And it took me a solid minute to decide how to react because I am aware that everybody has a cell phone video. And I very quietly said, that was really rude. I know how to read. And I was like, that's, you shouldn't tell people that. Be kind. And he didn't even blink. I mean... But still, I was very aware of my reaction because I don't want to be caught on video flipping out on a USPS worker. And you are a blonde-haired, you know, fair-skinned lady. Yeah, I would you make are, the Karen you are, real. You are the target right there. Look at this. Look at this Karen upset that she couldn't mail her mail. And, and that was the thing, too, is I'm like, even though he <laughs> was the asshole, like he was super yeah. rude. My reaction would have made it online, and then I would have looked like the asshole. So, yeah, no, I do think it's actually a good thing. This is AJ standing up for the unheard voice of all the Karens, right? She's like... No, 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 I'm not standing up for Karens. I'm saying you need the to mis- be... The misunderstood Karens. No, I'm saying it helps. You should be aware of your actions because somebody can film it and put it online. You know, but it is weird because that, that kind of gets... Uh, uh, well, it, it, it can go the other way. Two yeah. people can really fly no. off a handle when they're being filmed. But in theory, right? In theory, it's a consequences kind of thing, right? Like, it's 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 very much almost like our system of, uh, you know, punishment, right? Like, yeah. this starts when you're a little kid. You do something wrong. Your parents ground you. They take away a toy, whatever it is. Uh, you, you go to school, same thing. And then, of course, we have the societal, right? We have laws and shit and if that theory were to work right the theory of well i watch my behavior because of like i know that someone could record me and then that could disrupt my life or whatever you would think the same theory would work then hey don't violate these laws because you're gonna go to jail fuck no no people still do it we got prisons fucking overflowing everywhere so i don't know I feel like some people are going to be assholes regardless. No, I, no they absolutely will. That feel, guy yesterday was an asshole regardless. Yeah, there was, I feel. There was nothing to, prom- like, um, what's the word? Uh, starts with a P. Provoke him. Okay. There was nothing to provoke him that no, happened. He, he was, was just a he, dickhead. D- he does work for the USPS. I do feel like that alone. I'm not going to lump in employees. An, this guy was an asshole. They are. For no reason. They are the, but I mean, out of all the employees, the USPS employees have like the traditional, I mean, they're almost, they've only been outdone by like IRS employees, which which went through a whole like fucking like campaign Overhaul, yeah. to soften their image. Um, I feel like USPS are the original uh, mass shooters, right? I shit you not. Oh well, yeah, that's where right? going postal came. The from, going yeah. postal because people like employees would walk into their fucking workplace and just unload, right? So they they already have this image. A stigma of being people that snap because it's the yeah. mail. Remember what did Newman say on oh, uh, yeah. Seinfeld? The mail. <laughs> It just keeps coming <laughs> and coming. So they already yeah. have this shitty um, uh, uh, reputation, and then you inc- you know you find one. And the funnier part is too. I 
I absolutely complained to the USPS over email. Did you really? Yeah, I'm like, this guy... Did you that- contact Louis DeJoy, the, uh, no, the uh, postman but general? But I'm like, I'm not going to flip out in person, but I'm going to tell him this guy, w- that was so rude, like just unnecessarily rude. We were having a conversation and he was a jerk. I went online to see if anybody else had complained about him. And the reviews for yeah. that post office are terrible. And that's what, and they're all like, I try to be a nice customer. I don't lump people into the, you're a postal worker, you're a jerk. But everybody at this office is a jerk, like consistently a jerk. And, I, and they all still work there. They all still work there. Yeah. Oh, man, you don't, want me, you, you don't want me to open up that fucking can of worms. No, I'm just you saying. You don't because I'm going to fucking offend everybody. Although next time, I do wish I had my phone running so that you could have heard what he said in the context it was said because it was so unnecessary question. we were having a conversation question about that yeah and this will go into an episode of what's that weird show i used to watch not black swan black mirror is that the black, black mirror, mirror black yeah. mirror it's a little netflix series sci-fi not really normal shit that i'm into but i found it kind of cool there was one episode um that was all about a society in which we wear i believe it was called capture but we wore uh we all wore these little uh lenses right yeah. they're contact lenses but Actually, they record everything you see, do, hear, and experience that day, and they upload it to a cloud. And basically, people use it. It's the ultimate receipts machine. Yeah. And do you know how now when people say, like, receipts, and, and they fucking bring up a text, you know, oh, I've never said that before, and then you send them the, yeah. the, the, the text of them wah, sending it, wah. right? Um, I wonder, because it happens, and it's you got to get into, like, neuro stuff to understand it, how much during those times our minds fill in blanks and memories are formed based off like neurons and not experiences. And I wonder if you could go back and like you said, you put a lot on like the, the interaction, the tones, the timing, the, the, you know, like you said, I was stunned for a second. Like I would love to be able then to, when, when all of our receipts, say it. well, not even receipts, but I want to see what it's like from both, both viewpoints, his and yours. Cause in this alternate reality, we'd all have this little thing, right? Um, when your brain juices aren't flowing because you're interpreting it when you're 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 hyped up your adrenaline immediately pumps your your vision changes right any anyone who's been trained with a gun uh, officers or army people tell you that when you get into like a heightened thing what you, you get this tunnel vision stuff yeah. so i wonder what if it would be as confrontational if it would look as no, and smarmy hang if on. we could look back at it you this know? was not a confrontational situation you don't think it was we were not it's- we were not fighting at all. He was just like, well, you open the package. And I was like, well, then that's fine. I'm like, keep it. I don't I don't need it. You yeah. know, that I literally yeah. said, you guys can use the glasses in the break room. Yeah. And that's when he said, maybe you should learn how to read. And it was just stunning because it was so unprovoked. I was like, what? Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Like, why Why would you say that to somebody? Yeah. And apparently he said it to other people, too, based on online reviews. He's so told are you people who don't start, speak English uh, you, that they should learn how to speak English. Are you going to start protesting? Are you going to start standing outside of the... No. I, I feel I like... I use the post office. I the po- Listen, I don't have a bad thing to say about the post office as a whole. I think they, they, have, a, they have a tough-ass job. This guy was an <laughs> asshole for no reason. So, no, I'm not going to protest. But I mean, he does also happen to work. I mean, you can barely stand to drive in our neighborhood because it's 99% retirees. Can you imagine trying to fucking work the post office with these people? Well, and that's... Every day. Listen, they, these old folks, they love the mail, okay? Yeah. They love the mail. They're, they're old school, They yeah. fucking love the mail. It's a big to-do. Every time I go in there, there's a line out the door because old people love the fucking mail. And you're right, and that is another side of it because I have seen some of those reviews 
were from older people who were like, yeah. they were lecturing me on I mean, how the mail works. And I said, you well, should listen. Okay. You should listen to AJ come home and just, when she goes to Walmart, she can drive four blocks. And by the time she gets back, she's like, you know, these motherfuckers, they're not a fucking driver, you know? And so it's that frustrating just driving. Imagine what it's like to get barraged with Absolutely. it all day long. However, it I was 9.15 in the morning. They had just opened. I was one of the first oh. people there. There was just no reason for it. It was so unnecessarily rude. And... Like, I really thought about what I was going to say. I do like how you say you were one of the first people there because I know the old people beat you there. I know no, there they wasn't a, lined up before. It, it fucking no, opened. no, no. It wasn't busy yesterday at all. It was like a all. concert. It was like no, a it fucking wasn't. selling tickets for Ticketmaster. Listen, when we first moved here, I saw that place look like a concert. I stood at the back of the line to get our uh, mailbox key, yeah. and I waited probably about a half if hour. one thing old it was, folks. There was, there was no line yesterday. That's why I was like, this guy's pissed off already. There one thing that old folks that are retired, in Arizona where the sun gets up early like to do is they like to fucking beat the place to the opening. Yeah. They want to be the first person there. Trust me. Man. No, it was a quiet day yesterday. Okay. It was just not necessary. Okay. Sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah. I, life's kind of been shit for AJ. So I'm, I'm trying it's just to... It's been a bad I'm week trying and I didn't to, need that. I'm trying to help her find any kind of fucking like positive sign and there's really not. Like every which way she fucking turns. This, this week's been awful. Yeah. You've been getting kicked in the fucking face. I'm sorry, man. No, it's fine. I, mean, I don't I know what to do. I went out to my car and cried yesterday it's fine so obviously right someone somewhere in your world i mean i don't know you're talking about the mega millions right i mean yeah it's kind of like just it's 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 easy water cooler conversation if we all still actually went to work and talked around water coolers but yeah no instead i talked to my coworkers over slack about it like what would you buy but there's certain like things that come into our ethos right like the last thing i think of is the slap right yeah. everyone talked about fucking chris rock and will smith for a solid 72 hours um, and this is like one of those communal things. Um, the mega million, I'm saying it right. Mega millions, uh, mega millions, the, because yeah. there's so many. All right. Like I just remember growing up and it was the lotto. Now there's so many different sub variants, but the mega millions, which is a multi-state yeah. lottery experience. Not like it's just in one area has reached, um, a jackpot of it's over a billion dollars. It's like what? 1.2? Well, either 1.2 or 1.3. I can't remember. But by the time this podcast airs, we'll know if anybody's won that. That's crazy. We're, we're doing this on Thursday afternoon. So we're going to go out and buy tickets. <laughs> we'll tell you by tomorrow morning if we've won so or not. <laughs> that's the funny part. Think about this, right? Because they often say uh, that the lotto uh, is a poor tax, right? Yeah. Because no one who has six figures um, is playing the lotto. Yeah. Right. No one who has a, well-funded 401k no. on Fridays goes and buys lotto tickets and like scratch offs. You just it's, don't. It's for us plebes, you it's, know. It's, it's for, for you know. It's the same reason why uh, you go to a casino, right? Because maybe yeah. you hit the big jackpot, but the odds are that you don't. But um, the CEO of Raising Canes, and depending where you live, I don't even know if, if you know what Raising Canes I is. I didn't know what it was till we moved here. But they're all over the West Coast where we are now. They're actually just opening up a new one. It's a big deal in Tucson. But Raising Canes is a chicken fingers place. That's it, right? Chicken it's fingers? All they fuck. It's a brilliant yeah. model. Um, I, the, the one I see, it's always jumping is right on the U of A campus, University oh, of Arizona, yeah. right? So it's a chicken Dude, fingers that's a place. a great broke food place when you're a college student. Perfect. Uh, the CEO of this place, apparently, uh, for the last go around of this jackpot, which was what? 800 million, right? It was 830, eight, I think. Right. This guy went ahead and bought every employee of Raising Cane's a ticket. And that's if, 50,000 employees. Yeah. If you're doing the math, that's $50,000. Yeah. So just remember that when you're out there spending your last four bucks to buy a mega millions ticket, there's a CEO 
knowing that no one's going to fucking win. Who can afford to throw away $50,000. And he did because, right, nobody won. Although the part that surprised (laughs) me, and he just seems like the nicest dude. Does he? He is That's nice when you find out there's, like, good guys at at the top. He's just, he's so cute. Like, he's just bubbly and. He's the chicken fingers guy. Yeah, he's the chicken fingers guy. And he's just, he's got a great personality. And the video he shot for it was, like, it was funny because from a technical standpoint, it wasn't very good. Like, there wasn't professional audio. It was just kind of him yelling at the camera about how he's going to buy lotto tickets for all his employees. The problem <laughs> is, towards the end of the video, he goes, if one person wins, we can share the winnings. And I said, uh-oh. I don't know about that, pal. I'm like, are you going to have them sign something? Because I think they said it would come out if if, if yeah. one of them had won. And this was the other day. This was before it was over a billion. Yeah. If one employee would have won, it would have been about... Between ten and twenty thousand dollars per gotcha. employee, as opposed to that one employee winning eight hundred and thirty million dollars. And yeah. I said, "How? Uh, how do you regulate that? Like, you better hope they're the all math, on board to share." <laughs> the math doesn't work that no. way. You always hear about that, right? When folks they they do the um, uh, like workplace buys. Yes, you know whether it's a bunch of school teachers, a bunch of people in the factory, whatever it is, people in our accounting department, they all put in because there's power in numbers in the lottery. That's yeah. actually that's that's how it works. So you could buy in theory twenty dollars worth of tickets, which is I don't know, let's say twenty tickets, or your whole department buys two thousand dollars, and now you guys have two thousand tickets. And yes, I get all that, but I swear it gets messy because well, it gets no messy one because he was buying the tickets for them. Yes. This was this wasn't a group of people who agreed yeah. on something. This do you know was, why he said cool, that? Cool, my, lot, my, you, my CEO gave listen, me a lottery ticket. Do you know why that, because trust me, there ain't no CEO that says anything without a fucking lawyer present. Oh, yeah. Do you know why that statement made it out? Because even he knew. They're, they're, they're not going to fucking win. win. Yeah. You see, even that guy's like, this is going to buy me a bunch of good publicity, yeah. and my employees are going to love me, and there's not a fucking chance that anyone wins this thing. I mean, you're more likely <laughs> to get struck by lightning, and that's the, a true statistic. But listen, even though but it's, it's true, it's even fine. though, right, you're going to rush out. People, this is the time in which I say the uh, uh, non-lotto players come out of the woodwork, right? Yeah. And, and that's myself and AJ included. We, like anyone else, usually because in the FM radio world, back when we did that 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 gig, Big lotto jackpots were like easy fodder, right? Yeah, they were. Like, they were. It was the first thing you talked about. Yeah, like and if, everybody wanted to talk yeah, about it. Like if you're a morning zoo, you could easily wake up and just be like, "Hey, a fucking lotto thing is over five hundred million. What are you going to do Go with that say, money? Call us up and tell you what. Yeah, tell us what you buy. Yeah, and then everyone goes, "I'd buy a boat, and I'd buy a cabin, yeah. and I'd you know." So it's easy shit. So I feel like we were more aware of it back when we did that kind of stuff for work. And yeah, when it would get big, we'd go buy a ticket. And that's the thing is like we didn't pay. And I think a lot of people are like that you don't pay attention to it till it gets this big until yeah. it makes the news because you, the lottery is always there you know you can always play it but when the jackpot's over a billion dollars and it makes the news yeah you're gonna play i gotta tell you my lotto uh, or my grandmother was a weekly lotto player so was mine did yeah. she i feel not like it, my, not my grandma bertram my grandma schultz was, yeah yeah and i think she won not big amounts yeah. She, I know my mom said, she, I think one, she won a hundred bucks a few times. One time, I think she won like a thousand bucks. See that? But that was the extent of it. That's the hustle that you yeah. have to, you, you have to give you have a little. You to play to win. Yeah, right. Like, like you know, you you have to win just a little bit every now and then yeah. to kind of keep you going, right? Yeah. Kind of keeps you in. Keeps yeah. the hope, you know? I remember my grandmother with those forms and yeah, it yeah. was every, uh, you know, Friday. In my mind, it was Friday. It was, it was Friday, no, because I remember. And, and my grandma lived in a Chicago suburb, so- 
You're playing the same lotto. We would go down, <laughs> when we'd go down to her house for the weekend, we'd go yeah. down Friday after school, and on Friday night, we would sit in the den with her and wait for the lottery yeah. numbers, and, and she would give us each one of her tickets so we could keep track of the yeah, numbers. Yeah, you'd, you'd watch it on we Channel 9, WGN. Time. Yeah, on GN, it was so much They'd fun. have the fucking bimbo come out, whoever the good-looking bimbo was, and she'd have to pull the numbers. Dude, I love, the guy now, he's hilarious. What's his name? John Oh, Crow. they're funny now, yeah. Yeah, he's hilarious. It's, it's, it's much better than like TNA, yeah. It, oh, it used yeah. to just be TNA put them out there. Now yeah, it's no. way cooler. Remember, and that she always had her nails done like super fancy. Well, because you're going to be up close on the balls. She, yeah, so she would grab it and mm. she had like these super long French manicured yeah. nails painted hot. Tell paint. me there's not a weird subliminal message there. They got a really hot chick yeah. to handle balls on TV. <laughs> They're like, zoom in close on her hands on these nice white balls. I bet that was a, not a woman's <laughs> idea. For right? That. This is, you could tell who was fucking running the. She's uh, got pretty hands and she's handling balls. They were running the, uh, the uh, executive uh, programming department over in TV. And in case you didn't know, in case you're not in the sales and marketing world, yeah. that's how deep their theories go on this kind of shit. I guarantee there was a, <laughs> a thought about there it. was a conference, there was a meeting of a bunch of dudes that's at a big table good, where they said if we get a hot chick to grab the yeah. balls, Listen. more guys will play Listen. the lotto. I guarantee Do you want to see it. your barber's hairy hands picking up balls? I don't think so. Do you want to see a nice lady's <laughs> hair? You put a ring on there, yeah. you think maybe my wife, maybe she'll handle my balls like that <laughs> that's how it used to go yeah no it's i do think it's fun because you know you're not going to win but there is a point zero 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 one percent of your your being that thinks but if i don't play i can't win so maybe i should and then you can fantasize about all the shit you'd buy and then you don't win so so i feel like i should share this because i share it in i shit you not it's a something that like a little story i use in therapy your therapist probably has one too that they use on you, but it just usually gets a point across pretty well. And I always tell the story of baseline happiness in regards to the lotto. Okay. So let's think about it. Right. Right. Uh, so we've all seen the shows lotto ruined my life. Yeah. Or you've seen some fucking inside edition story yeah, about the people who win millions right? and yeah. then they spend it all or they get scammed and now they're broke. So uh, here is the basic theory. The theory is we have a baseline happiness, right? This is our happiness. This is where we are right now. And yeah, you get little bumps up, you get little bumps down, right? You get a bump up because, oh, it's a roller coaster. Yeah, right. You get a little bump up because I uh, got a raise at work, feeling good about yourself, a little bump down because you got pulled over and you had to go to court yeah. for a, a traffic ticket. Like right now, I'm in a bump down yeah. part. I'll be in a bump up part at some point. But, you know, you, you have a general frequency of where your happiness yeah. is. So, because of this interesting dynamic we have in our country we uh equate money with success with happiness We're right capitalists, yeah. you you whether you, you like it or not yeah like you do these things and it equals happy yeah uh people who win the lotto maybe it's gonna be you maybe you're buying that winning ticket right now and you're gonna get a 1.2 billion dollar payoff i guarantee you when it's all said and done right and that's after you've bought in all the cars, after you've gone around the world, after you invested in your Uncle Larry's shady business that probably lost you a couple million, <laughs> but you don't care. But Uncle Larry kept the money. <laughs> you are going to end up at the exact same baseline of happiness that you were before you won the lottery. There you go. It's true. Which drives some people fucking nuts because yeah. they're like, well, hold on. I'm, I have all these issues or whatever it is, but I know now that I have this, I'm going to be happy. And don't, don't get me wrong. You're going to have... 
much bigger bumps than the most yeah. of us will have, right? With the, the little things, you're going to have a, a, a huge bump of awesomeness, but I guarantee you. You'll be right back where you, you are. You will end up back where you are now. And that's the part, like I tell this story in therapy. So I tell people, right, that if we don't adjust our baseline happiness, all else yeah. is a wash. Well, you see that a lot with celebrities. And I, I hate that because we discount mental health so much like yeah. when a celebrity comes oh you become out, public domain yeah to us, right? like when a when a celebrity cancels like sean mendez i'm actually pleasantly surprised people aren't trashing him oh yeah, he canceled, canceled his tour yeah. canceled his world tour to take care of his mental health and right now we are in a good place i i, I won't say good i'll say decent place with mental health in this country where yeah. people are addressing that it needs to be taken well care and of. especially within his uh, audience range right yes they're These younger are, yeah, yeah they're so younger they're, they're woke yeah uh, they're, they're cognizant of it they're aware of mental health now, and they consider it a valid excuse to not go to work yes now back in the day you know kind of people my parents age in the boomers generation, yeah. they look at a celebrity who is says, well, I'm depressed. And they say, how can you be depressed? You're yeah, rich. Yeah, right. It's all about the money. It's like lifestyles you, of the rich and famous. Yeah. They're like, oh, it must be so hard. Wah, yeah. wah, wah. You have millions of dollars. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't mean they're happy. That just means they can pay their bills a little bit easier than the rest of us. That doesn't Trust mean me. they're happy. And, you know, I preach this theory because I shit you not. I have like a very, 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 very small um, example for myself, right? Like I, I tripled my salary when I went from Milwaukee to Seattle. I, for the first time in my life, in my broadcast career, was making what people would consider a big amount of money. Now, the weird part is this big amount of money, I guarantee most of you make more than. But oh, yeah. For me. But it in was, 2007, it was a lot of money. <laughs> but for me, I was like, holy fuck, this is a lot of money. And all of a sudden, things that I used to worry about, and I used to worry about very minuscule things, like can I afford a DVD? Can I afford a $14 purchase out of my two-week allotment of money? Now, in hindsight, tell the laptop story. Well, I'm, I'm getting it. <laughs> but, you know, I all of a sudden now, those, those um, worries were not there, and I could buy things, and, and it was no big deal. Uh, but guess what? Boy, it didn't solve all the no. problems. We were having problems at home. He was having problems at work. We were miserable. We were absolutely right? miserable. But, I mean, money was not a fucking issue. I could, you know, whatever it was. You, if I needed yeah. if I needed a laptop for the first time in my life, I could go buy a laptop. And when I mean buy a laptop, I could swipe, go swipe your debit card. Swipe a debit card. Like for years, that would have been a okay. I have a couple hundred bucks. I need to call my mom and beg, borrow, and steal or for I another. Need to, I need to charge it and pay it off monthly. Yeah, which we all knew my credit was wrecked, so there's yeah. no way I'm opening up a new Best Buy fucking credit card. So it was a weird place where all of a sudden now I'm like, oh, laptops broke. I can go get a new one. Let me swipe it. <gasps> Shit! I just realized that's when the Best Buy card was in my name because your credit was so whacked. Oh. Yeah. I forgot about that. My credit just got good the last four years. <laughs> I had to wait for my mom to die. But it's, you know, one of those things where Money I, does not equate happiness. Yes, I wondered at that point in my life where, you know... Did you on, think you were doing something wrong? Um, Because you were making a ton of money, you were thinking, but I, uh, am I, I I'm supposed did, to be happy? I definitely did feel like this is supposed to equate to more. Yeah. I did feel like I felt like it should be different or I should be different, or we should be happier. And it was just, you know, like, <laughs> don't don't hate me for, for telling this story. But, like, what what it really spoke to me was we went to, I shit you not, um, a Morton Steakhouse, yeah. right? Which is, if you don't know, a very expensive steakhouse. And we walked in. Not even, like, I had reservations. I literally was like, we should just go to eat here. Let's it was your birthday. Yeah, it was yeah. my birthday. We we're trying to find somewhere to go. I'm like, let's just go in there. And, you know, we end up getting in there. And again, it's like, no big deal. Order whatever you want. I can pay for it. 
and we were just going through a hard time and you ended up crying at the table. Yeah. And right, we're at this fucking place that we could never have afforded. Never before. have afforded, right? Order it up, steaks and shrimp and whatever the fuck you want, no big deal. But like, right, like we were not in a place and you were upset about something and you ended up crying at the table. And I'm like, okay, this is not how it's supposed to be. How it's supposed to be. I'm All making the, money, we're supposed to be happy. Right. We're at this fancy dinner. Not even that it's a fancy dinner, it's an everyday dinner for yeah. us now. But it was supposed to equal happiness, and it didn't. And it was like, holy, like, you really start to fucking lose it. Because then you're like, what, what, am what, I, what, what do is I that happiness? What do I got to do to make us happy? Yeah. So whoever is out there playing this, trust me, I know, right? Like, we like to think in our mind that I'm going to win this billion-dollar yeah. um, jackpot. And life is going to be great. And just, fuck, there goes all my problems. But it's you, not true. No, it's not. You can't change the fact that people in your life are going to treat you badly. People in your life are going to die. You're going to have problems. Right. You'll probably have money problems even with that much money think about that think about like think about how like now right like obviously uh, the economy is in a weird place and and but you know if you don't have millions in the game i've always said this right yeah it's hard to really get too upset when you hear about these swings and finances and markets now change that and all of a sudden now you have 500 million dollars in the game yeah and you're watching your net worth in these kind of global shifts go from 700 million, 200 million, 500 million, like just womp it. I mean, now you're stressed out. Well, you You never had to worry about that shit back in the day. You know what sucks too? And I've been noticing this with my friends. They're all really, really excited to shit all over cryptocurrency right now because it's doing so badly. Oh yeah. And it is right now. It is doing badly. And they're all like, that's it. It was a fluke. And you're all stupid. And they're all really excited to laugh at the people who invested. People like us, we invested in cryptocurrency. And they're all real quick to point fingers and say, you're dumb. Look what you did. But my, and they do that with the stock market too. They love seeing these people lose money, which I think is a really fucked up thing to, to enjoy somebody else's. But I was telling a friend, I was telling a friend on Twitter yesterday. I said, listen, I'm like, we have money in cryptocurrency. And I'm like, the people making the news right now invested everything when they couldn't afford Same, to and now they're dead which, broke which i mean does suck because they got caught up in matt damon telling them that the you know future f- fortunes the brave and yeah. you know you're supposed to take fifty thousand dollars of your uh personal savings and put in crypto i don't yeah i i feel you're bad never, for those people yeah in just any investment situation yeah. don't invest more than you can afford to lose and that like we did that and it worked out for us Pat bought his car with cryptocurrency yeah. outright. But there are so many people who just want to like shit all over everybody when they, they, they're excited when they, they get the money and then they're more excited when they lose it. Yeah. It's uh, it's a, it's fucked up. I don't like it. It's just a weird, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. The power, the value that we put on um, currency and what it means to us, you know, but yeah. it's, it's again, it, it remains something we all want. How many people are going to run out of present company included? We're going, we're going, we're getting going tickets. to buy. <laughs> one of these lotto tickets because you're sitting there going, you know, just maybe, right? Just maybe. There's always maybe. the maybe. That's what makes it fun. Biggest question. What do you do? You take the the uh, lump sum payout or you do the 30-year annuity? Oh, the 30-year annuity. Thank you. Right. Everyone opts for the lump sum. You t- pay so many more taxes when you do the lump sum. And the last thing I want to do is give the government more money. Well, I mean, you're still going to pay taxes on the annuity. Well, yeah, but, but I think yeah. the, the, the overall theory is, uh, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have a pile of fucking money in front of you. Well, and that's what happens with a lot of the people who win the lottery and then go broke is yeah. they take the lump sum Don't payout and then they piss it away yeah. or they get a lot of them get scammed. That's a very common thing. Yeah. A lot of them get scammed and they end up losing it all and living you know, in, in a hut and, and you feel bad, but you're like, oh, 
you know, they, that's one of the first. Don't they say you should con- contact like a financial person? Uh, it should be a lawyer first. A they lawyer, always say yeah. a lawyer first. I've been reading because, again, this is just easy kind of content for whoever. Uh, I don't know what a, whatever you watch, right? The news, whatever newspaper you read. I don't care if it's left, right, center. This is easy content. Yeah, we're the, talking about it with yeah, my job. This is easy content for, the, for them to say, here's your tax burden if you get it. Here's the payoffs and all this. And the weird part about that, right, about the contacting, it's all different state to state. Like there's certain states where you can, you can remain anonymous. Yeah, you can remain anonymous. Have you looked that up for Arizona, by the way? Can I we have remain not. anonymous? Because sure. if we can't, I'm not buying tickets. Oh my goodness! My father-in-law be banging down my door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it varies state by state, and I know famously, right? We've all seen the one guy in the uh, ghost mask. He wore yes. the uh, scream mask. To hold the big check because he wants no one to know who he is. God I mean, bless I guess that guy. If you're not allowed by law to remain anonymous, wearing a mask in the picture is a great way to kind of circumvent it. But I guess you go lawyer first and probably a lawyer that specializes in well, shit like yeah. this. Yeah, you got it. You don't you want to call Saul, you know, who's not. <laughs> or maybe you do. Fucking that, that guy can work magic. Saul would probably be all about it. He probably knows how to work with money in very shady ways. So you do that first. You, you, you contact your lawyer. And then what do you do? I don't know. Do you quit your job? I don't quit my job. No, I wouldn't quit my job. I probably I would go down hours. Go part time. Like, well, that's the funny thing. I am part time right now, but okay. I get full time hours. Oh, so I'd be like part time, part time. I'd be part-time. like, how about two days a week? Uh, real part time, real yeah. part time. Like that's that's what I would do. I would just probably pare down my yeah. my my client list. Right, I'm a therapist. I see clients, and I'd probably pare it down to like ten a week. Make sure they're ten quality. Right, yeah. ten people that are really coming in and do the work and want to change your lives and really focus and sure. invest on them. You still want to be part of society. You right. Want to be, you want to contribute. You don't just want to sit around and, and consume. Yeah. Why do you think rich people love all those balls and shit? Like, you know, you ever notice, like, there's always a cause. There's a cause. Yeah, like the Met Gala. Yeah, and, like, then you got to have a big party around the causes because you fucking rich people. It's like life's, life gets too boring. They want to, yeah. And they so pay, you want to help, but you want to. They wanna, pay to go to the Met Gala, and then they pay to dress up and get photographed. Like, That's what rich like, people do. Entertain me for yeah. this shit, you know, because everything else is boring in life. Yeah. I mean, you've done all the drugs. You've banged all the bitches. you bought all the cars. What else is there to fucking do? Well, we noticed that when we worked in radio because we work with a lot of charities who would have to wine and dine a lot of big donors. And we always because we're like these people have all the money in the world they have everything they've ever wanted yet they need like a song and dance do. to donate money it. because life is boring this yeah. is this is like the most entertainment they, they get is when they everything. go to these things so now they need to be you know entertained wine yeah. and dine and then they like to be fact checked too because then you get someone usually from the charity up there that gives it like you know like you said the, the song and dance which is more of a song and cry yeah they go up there and they cry and they tell you about what are the terrible things that they're trying to stop or abate and then you, you know they feel good okay I give money to this and yeah experience life now right yeah you've gotten outside of your big uh bubble of of yeah. money and that's what you want to do so yeah i mean i guess you don't drop out of society nah, right I wouldn't i'd out. like to believe that like, there's someone out there like the guy in the ghost mask right who's uh i don't know like he's still maybe he's uh he's that uh, usps worker see <laughs> Maybe that's why that USPS worker told you to go fuck yourself cuz he's like he doesn't, I don't give a shit. I, I don't give a shit. I don't need this job. I don't need this job. I, he I knows won, he'll keep it too. He, he knows he'll keep it. He's like he's like I won the mega millions 14 years ago and I chose the annuity. I make 17 million dollars a year. I just come in here so I have something to do. I know you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> 
you haven't watched it yet. And, Plot twist. And you need to, but on Shit's Creek, and this yeah. is a spoiler if you haven't seen the show, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. And I'll tell you anyways, because you'll still never watch Go it. Ahead. Uh, the character Twyla, who is played by um, Eugene Levy's daughter, okay. at the end of the series reveals that she inherited like millions of dollars. There you go. She is a waitress at a cafe. There you go. And everybody always thinks like she's struggling. Like Alexis gives her a bunch of her old designer dresses. Uh, and like after a while, she's you. like, she's like, I, I have all the money I could ever want, but the, like I'm happy right now. Trust me, yeah. there's someone like and that. She works in your life. every day at this little cafe serving right? people breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's I'm I'm t- plot twist. Yeah. That's who your postman was. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.